Thank you for joining me today. You are listening to The Aaliyah Destor Show. Here, I'll share with you tips, inspiring stories, and life hacks on becoming the best version of yourself. Being raised in Saudi Arabia and, you know, having this fascination with cars and then, you know, taking that, you had a previous career like so many of us do. Yeah. And then you transitioned to something that you're really passionate about. Yeah. At any point, did the pandemic affect your business? Because you've been doing this before the pandemic started, obviously. Did it affect it at all? Well, I think most people have a short-sightedness. They look at everything in a 12-month cycle because like again you know we're taught that you know you measure everything yearly mm-hmm. for me time is irrelevant I'm not saying it's not important it is very important mm-hmm. but I don't let it dictate like 12 months does not equal one cycle for me um, and <clears throat> I'm gonna actually change track and go back to something else so I think in life you can either be positive or negative positive means like you're always seeking out energy you want to learn more you want to know more and there's people that are like no it's not possible Mm -hmm. Um, you know without being conceited I would like to say I am the positive side I always seek out energy uh, trying to see how I can improve myself so when I started my first career and uh, I was working one of this guy he was telling me that his sister was very motivated and she actually went through the course of uh, Anthony Robbins who's a motivational speaker not that I needed any kind of motivation. I was like, what is this about? So I actually learned, I bought that series and I listened to it over and over. One of the things he said in Anthony Robbins' video is, in life, you have to anticipate. If you anticipate, good things will happen. So pandemic, you know, there's gonna be, in life has cycle up and down, but you gotta figure out when the cycle of down comes, you prepare. So when the pandemic hit in March, it, it really slowed my business down. March, April was a little bit slow, but guess what? That's when you rebuild. You go back to your core values, you focus your business, you um, hone your skills, and get ready because nothing lasts forever. Mm-hmm. Even you and I, we're not gonna be here forever. Mm-hmm. And as soon as March and April rolled around, May, June, July was amazing. In fact, um, July was the first month when I made a transition from completely going from IT to completely automotive. You know, I do some consulting on IT on the side, mm-hmm. but July was the month that I completely dedicated myself. I said that, hey, I'm gonna roll the dice for myself. All mm-hmm. this time I've been working for other people. This time it's gonna be completely 100% for me, me, me. And guess what? Uh, my numbers were triple of what I usually made historically you know I I do use like I said the cycle of year cycle 12 months I want to historically figure out when uh, is the busiest month when is the slowest month so I can schedule my other stuff like training vacation stuff like that historically November and February is the slowest month Mm -hmm. Uh, December and January is extremely busy and you know the summer is is consistent but usually I take the time in November and February to take some continued education, how to improve uh, some kind of course with, you know, work group so I can actually get a different perspective. Mm-hmm. At any given time, I always go in that I know nothing. I want to learn something from you. Because if I go in thinking that I know everything, then guess what? I've already shut down some window of opportunity. So 
the pandemic, it didn't really hurt me. It actually helped me, you know. It's just because I don't live in fear. I, I believe whatever's going to happen is going to happen. That doesn't mean you become irresponsible, but just the fact that when you have downtime, you use your time to your advantage, you know. Yeah. And that's what I did, and, you know, the, I was prepared. Remember going back to anticipation, Anthony Robbins? I was anticipating, and guess what had happened? The people that are saying that, oh, you know what, this is going to last maybe you know, two, three months, so they took it easy and they didn't do anything about it, they weren't ready. You know, I'm always ready, you know, ready for this or that, but it's just a matter of channeling my energy, so. So how did you, so what are the different things, like, if somebody else is watching this and they are still kind of in that slump, what are the different things that you actually did to help you become ready or to help you okay. get ready? Yeah. So multitasking is one thing, you know, there's, you know, podcast is a great opportunity for you to listen to, keep your energy positive, uh, because if you just sit there idle, your mind is going to play tricks on you saying that, hey, you know what, you're not going to make it, you know. The choice is never, are you going to make it or not? The choice is, you're going to make it. The question is, how well are you going to make it, you know? You, you got to be like, I want to be the survivor, not the one who is going to be like, oh, I'm not going to make it. You know, mm -hmm. so I have three kids. I gotta work. Yeah. I have no choice. Failure is not an option. So, so okay. So we've got podcasts. We've got multitasking. In terms of mindset, you've got a, a different mindset than a lot of people have. No, I have the same mindset. Everybody went to the same school I did. It's just that I decided that I'm not gonna be a failure. So I focus my energy and channel my energy. How do you focus I, and channel energy? You gotta you gotta write things down because, uh, you know, I have like all this like crazy ideas. But do you remember the book Fahrenheit 471? I remember it. You don't have to remember the book, but it says burn after reading. Yes. So, well, technology is great, but I think that when you actually put it in a computer, it's out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. I have a notebook that I actually write things down. When I write things down, it's a commitment to myself. Because if I tell myself I'm going to do something and it doesn't work out, I push myself, oh, you know what? I never really told myself that I was going to get this done by this time. Mm -hmm. So you you start relaxing the rules but what I think is really important is to take some time and write down your goals this is where I want to be at this time mm -hmm. and put it away but don't put it away it's out of your sight you know it's there but you don't need to look at it and then go back three months later and examine are you on track off track because if you think about it when a plane takes off from Dallas Airport going to Hawaii it's actually off track 95% of the time mm -hmm. but guess what it gets there 99.9% of the time, you know, because you're constantly adjusting. And it, because you have to have a destination, you have to have a goal, and you've got to cons consistently adjust to get there. And guess what? It's off 95% of the track. And if I told you I'm off track 95% of the time to a consultant, they're going to be like, I don't think I want to hire you. Yeah. But they don't see the big picture. They are focusing on what you're saying. So you've got to be very careful with your work choice, with your customer, with your client, everybody, even your children, because they pick up everything, so. Speaking of kids, how do you think, I don't know how involved they are at home, but I'm, do they hear conversations? Do they see things changes, change? Do you think that this pandemic or the change of you going from one career to 100% into your passion career, do you think that affects them at all? And if so, like, what do you hope that they absorb from it? Well, it's for the better because they see me, I'm happier. Mm -hmm. And the fact is, I mean, I love IT, I love technology, but the fact is driving to DC, you know, it wasn't really efficient. If I'm spending four hours to work, eight hours, mm -hmm. 
that's yeah. 50% of my time overhead, which is not good, right? And waking up early, and now I get to wake up at whatever time I want. I have a better control over my schedule because I know my deliverables. I know, you know, what needs to be done. And when I have a lot of work, I don't care if it's Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, I'll be up at 545, getting up, getting ready, and going to work, you know. Mm -hmm. so. That's true. Okay, so in terms of, I know you had mentioned something about like you have a really cool backstory. Is there anything you want to touch on about how your backstory has affected you, who you are today? And I know you said that everybody has the same mindset. I personally disagree with that because I think mindset is built over choices that you make over time. I think that you are in control of your mindset and people choose if they want to be in this place or in this place. And yeah. I think people that have a success mindset, they've had to work on that over time to get yeah. to that point. It doesn't just happen like this. No, I, I think we're in agreement. It's just that you see a little bit differently because I see that everybody had the same choices, but they decided to, you know. Opportunities. Yeah. But they didn't exercise it. So um, I, I know that, guess what? My objective is to be successful because, you know, the more successful I am, the better off I am, the better opportunities I can provide my children you know mm -hmm. my parents did a great deal to make sure I have all the best opportunities I want to do the same thing for my children mm -hmm. I also want to be a good person when I go to sleep uh, I, I want I don't want to be like I cheated somebody you know um, my wife always makes fun of me it's like it takes you zero to 60 seconds to fall asleep I was like yeah I mean I'm going to bed it's time to go to sleep yeah <laughs> well I'm gonna lay down for hours yeah so that's funny <laughs> I'm the same way. When I lay down, I'm Yeah, I'm knocked out. I mean, literally, like I said, she, we're in bed, and she'll go to the bathroom to brush her teeth. She comes back. I'm knocked out. Yeah. You know, I don't have time to waste. Yeah, yeah, you got to get up at so, 545. Not necessarily 545, <laughs> but it was a good example that the thing is I prepared myself that when the need is there, mm -hmm. I'll be there. Yeah. So, I mean, today I woke up at 815. I mean, actually, I woke up at 530, then... I prayed, then I went to sleep, and I woke up at 8 o'clock, and I set the alarm to 8.15. Mm -hmm. It's funny that I have sometimes alarms 15 minutes increment, because guess what? I know that I can push a little bit more. Mm -hmm. But if I knew that I had deliverables, like yesterday, I got up, I went to work. I want to make sure I have one hour window, because one hour window between the customer picks up and when I'm finished. Mm -hmm. Because if something else comes along the way, I need to adjust. It gives me time. It, I'm not in panic mode mm -hmm. because when the customer comes, it's actually light camera action because they're indirectly observing you, how you're, how you're presenting, uh, your comfort level. It, it sends an energy. I don't want them to feel they're paying for a service. I want them to have the best experience. It's, they shouldn't be, oh, you know, I didn't get a chance to do this. It, it never should be that way. You know, um, If you are a customer, you come to me, and I tell you, I'm going to give you um, 95%. And when you come to pick up, if I give you 95%, you know what would happen? It means meet expectation. Mm -hmm. So if I tell you 95%, you come, I have to deliver 98 or 99% because I have to exceed the expectation. Does it go the same way every time? No. I mean, 99% time it does, 1% it doesn't. Then you have actions to what you can do. I definitely like go above and beyond to make sure they're 100% happy. So. So it sounds like you've got the right, it's funny you say that, I always say that to my team as I'm training too. Yeah. When a client walks in the door, you're on stage. You are. You've got to have that energy, you've got to make them, you've got to feel them out, see yeah. how they're feeling, and then just help it, 
help that experience, help their comfort level. Yeah. You know, so that they feel, you know, good. The vibe is good. The feeling is good when they walk into your space. But then, so taking from that, six months from now, two years from now, how do you see your business transitioning or pivoting, not just through the pandemic, but just now that you're in this new, full-time, 100% committed? Well, I'm excited because before I wasn't doing as many videos. The videos are very exciting. I see that- Your videos are- top level amazing <laughs> they're entertaining they are i'm watching this like with my mouth open like yeah. they're amazing well because the thing is some of the stuff i'm very um involved in the videos i i have somebody who's doing the videos but you're the director a lot of the idea i am i am because <laughs> guess what you have to be in control of your destiny you know and i realize that people like stuff that's entertaining mm -hmm. it shouldn't be just facts you know i agree y you got to be like i'm reaching out to you it's a one-way direction because I can't, if, if, if I make a video and I am putting it out there, mm -hmm. I can react based on your reaction. It means like I have to get it right. So when you're watching it or wherever you are, you know, you have to like it. So I have to think outside of the box. So. Well, you did a good job. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like I said, going back to your answer, I, I, I am learning that People love videos because, like I said, it's entertaining. It's easy to watch. It's, uh, and, you know, I, I did contact you about a year ago, and I have the information. And I'm going to reach out because I want to do more of the videos because I think with the pandemic, things are changing. Mm -hmm. There's a new paradigm. And the new paradigm is um, distance learning, not necessarily school only, but even, like, workplace learning, you know? Um, I'm going to do a series of videos of how to do certain things on your car that people can do. Oh, nice. And, uh, you know, that's the reason I want to sign up for your training. Yeah. Um, use your services to, because I think that you're Have master your of what you do. It. I'm sorry? Or nephew or your niece edit? Nephew. <laughs> nephew. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, he, he's 13 years old, but, I, I mean, he <laughs> is, he's very comfortable in front of the camera, public speaking. Most uh -huh. people fear public speaking. At a 13, he's very comfortable. That's awesome. So, you know. I think it's just kind of like channeling your energy. Like yesterday in a, one of the discussion group, somebody says, like, you know, what can you talk about? I was like, I can talk about anything because I have a different angle, different approach to things. I have a blueprint of life. I can apply it anywhere. And uh, anybody that works with me, I teach them that. Don't be limited to what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Learn, Understand the underlying, why you're doing certain things. Why do you have to finish your job before the customer comes because you you want them to be relaxed you want to be relaxed that that goes everywhere you have homework you want to be done before your time i mean you finish the homework the night before you don't do it in the morning right because mm -hmm. if you're rushing through it you're not going to do a good job so these are some of the blueprints always be ready always you know do due diligence like there are things i don't want to do and i don't do mm -hmm. you know i hate cutting grass and if i were to cut grass it would take me three hours I would be angry. My wife would be angry because it would look like crap. Mm -hmm. I can pay somebody and they can do a job. I'm happy. They're happy. Everybody's happy. Mm -hmm. You know, it's because I understand a specialization. You know, I can't specialize in everything. Yeah. Even the president, he doesn't do everything. He has other people writing the speech. Then there's somebody else edits it. Somebody else revises it. Then he presents it. You know, you're the presenter. So depending on if you're delivering it, you're the presenter. Yeah. So. That's a good mindset. Okay. So. Six months, two years from now, anything different besides more videos? 
Yeah, I'm going to change channel the energy. Like I said, um, when you advertise, you advertise locally. Now with the videos, I can get to domestic, like other parts of the U.S. and you know, around the world. I mean, the work I did, I do. I mean, I've actually had somebody from Japan reach out to me to do some work, but I looked at the logistic; it didn't make any sense, so okay. I opted not to go because, yeah. you know taking the supplies from here to Japan and also, I don't know if you know, you know, I joke with my wife, I say I'm a plastic surgeon because mm -hmm. I can apply film on a car and I trim it with a knife. Mm -hmm. So if I were to go from here to Japan with a whole bunch of knives, automatically it would raise the flag. Yeah. And I don't know if the customer's gonna allow it. And if they don't, guess what happens? If I don't have all my tools, it doesn't matter how good I, you know, good I am at my job. Without the tools, I can't get it done. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you were to do interview of me without all those cameras and the lights, it's gonna come out okay, you yeah. know? But you understand what enhances, because like I said, you gotta make up for natural light, you, that's why you have the lighting, you have the mic, etc. cetera. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> you have to understand your environment, how you can take that and, you know, enhance it. Oh, so. yeah. Okay, so you're going to be going more national with your business, which yeah. is awesome. Well, in a different way, because um, I do have some customers, they, from I've had customers from Chicago, from Florida, they ship their cars to me. And I do the work and I call them and the shipper picks up the car. Awesome. And I want to do more of it because it's, it's, a, it's very interesting work because um, um, I don't know if you saw this one Dodge Viper we did and I can link you on this uh, pictures. Okay. The guy who came to me and he's like, my childhood dream was to have this Dodge Viper and he wanted to go with this um, Viper green color. I looked at it, it looked really good, but I saw the car, I saw the lines of the car, I was like, I have a perfect color. It's not, and it's not green, it's a black purple. So in certain lights, it looks black, and certain light it looks purple, mm -hmm. you know? Automatically, if you think about a grown man driving a purple car, you're like, what is wrong with you? But once it was done, it was beautiful, you know? I'll send you the pictures, you're gonna see it, and it just really, when he came and he couldn't stop smiling. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like I'm a car doctor. Mm -hmm. When somebody comes to me, it's not only to make it, make it right, make it so right that when you walk away, you're like happy. And I know my customers are happy because, because not once, not twice. I've had several people say like, can I pay you more money? Because this is, it was worth every penny, you know? And I tell them no, because I, you know, this is what I wanted for the service and that's what I would like to get paid. Mm -hmm. um, but the fact that they are so happy makes me happy because I'm an artist and I feel like you bring a canvas to me, I paint it and I give it back to you. And I only have so many, so much time reacting to what you like. And then if I can pick up based on my interaction, what you like and I put it in a canvas and give it back to you and you were like this is exactly what I wanted yeah. or more yeah. it makes you happy because I feel like I was successful as an artist yeah. you know that's awesome so okay and then I've got one more question actually two why do you think your customers are so passionate and they're willing to pay so much money to create the car of their dreams like go back to even like maybe their childhood or their experience or feeling all right so i've had a completely different upbringing so money time all the stuff like all the material stuff mm -hmm. is secondary because that that only exists in this continuum in this world mm -hmm. those are tools they're a very important tool 
money is very important. That's why I get up in the morning to go to work. Mm -hmm. But my, my focus isn't about how to cheat somebody and make more money. You know, I want to be fairly priced. I, what I want to do is I want to provide a service that they like because I want to take somebody's dream. I want them to be like, wow, I wanted this. You know, Until you have a certain things you don't realize. Like for example, people, there are a lot of my own friends. I'll give you a good example. When you're growing up, you had something better. They're like, oh, I'll never do this. I'll never buy a BMW because BMW sucks. BMW people are snobbish. The first opportunity they get, they buy the BMW and they feel like they're the poster child for BMW. You're the stepchild. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. They're like, you know, you get your wife a purse, nice purse, because she wants it. It's not about me. It's about her. Mm -hmm. And then their wife's like, I'll never have a LV. It's a waste of money. As soon as they're able to get it, they get it. They flaunt it like they've had it since from day one. <laughs> I don't look at it the way I, I was like, you know, you can do whatever you want. It's your money. But with the money I have, I want to get the most enjoyment out of it, you know. Mm -hmm. And also when I say time is not important, it means like you're, you, you're an artist. And you know sometimes you're editing. You think it's going to take you one hour. You end up spending four hours. Mm -hmm. After one hour, do you quit? No. Because you're like, you know what? It is important, but... It's more important in this case to get exactly where you want it. Your vision. Exactly. Mm -hmm. and, um, and you're saying that why do some customers choose to come to me? A lot of the people, if they're spending money, they're going to cross, cross shop to um, see the product, the service. I would say a very high turnover because I don't want to put a percentage because I haven't actually done a study. but. A lot of customers tell me, like, I went to other shop, I don't feel comfortable, I feel your energy, I see your work, I see the dedication, I want to get the job done for me, even though if you're a little bit more expensive. Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, this would be a win-win situation. And, you know, like I said, I haven't done a study, so I can't give you a number, but I would say it's a high number, so. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. And any other last thoughts you want to leave or tips you want to share with people? Yeah, who are I, I really do. Uh, in life, like you get what you you focus on. If you focus on positive energy, that's where you're gonna get. You focus on success. Sooner or later, you're gonna get it. It just happens in a different time because everybody um, has a different set of challenges. You know, um, their timing is different. But you just gotta focus. You gotta keep trying. And if you give up, that means you didn't want hard enough. So, actually, the follow up. Do you think that some people don't have? the same means as others to reach that success? Yes, so that's a very good question. I kind of like that question because now I can summarize and you know put things together. I was one of those person. I didn't have the means to get the cars I wanted or the things I wanted for my cars because by the time I saved up, it was already gone. Somebody else had bought it. So sometimes you have to work overtime. That's why for a long time, for I would say close to 15 years, I had dual careers. You know, during the day I was, you know, working on routing, switching, networking. Uh, after hours, I was working on cars. So, to fuel my car passion, I worked a day job. You know, first three years of business, I didn't make any money. You know, everybody's like, "You're crazy! You're just wasting your money." But they only saw chapter one. They didn't know that I had chapter 10. I'm at chapter 10 right now. So you, you, to answer your question, there are people that don't have the mean. You have to work. I know that I wanted it, and I knew there was a cost to it, which was working 
more than anybody else, and that's what I did. So that's awesome. And how many days do you work? I only work eight days a week. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us for this conversation, and I hope it inspired you. If you'd like to learn how to hyper attract your powerful tribe to successfully launch a business, movement, or idea, please go to aliyadastor.com and sign up for the free three-day challenge and learn how you can get started today for free. Thanks again for tuning in and I will see you next time.